It's Hancock and Kelly, and on Friday on KMOX, we were both the executive directors, and John, you were the chairman of your party for a long time here in Missouri, Uh, you the Republican Party. Imagine that. Me, the Democratic Party, and uh, at the time that you and I both had those jobs, Missouri was one of those states that mattered. It was a toss-up state. Yes, it was. We go to the Quiver River Electric Guest Line, where we're joined by Stephen Roberts. He's a Ph.D., Rogers. Uh, Rogers, I apologize. PhD. He's the director of the SLU YouGov uh, poll, and uh, he joins us right now on KMOX. Hello, uh, Dr. Rogers. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you two doing? Well, we're doing great. And like I was saying, when we were uh, running those parties, this state was a toss-up state. It was just, what, a short decade or two ago. Uh, that's not the case anymore. Wow, this is one red state, isn't it? Uh, Missouri has trended to become more Republican over the last about 10, 15 years. Um, And then that is kind of what our poll that we released on Wednesday kind of also confirmed um, when we're thinking about potentially the 2024 presidential race or even what people think of different political actors. Yeah, and it probably is best pointed out by the approval ratings of our elected officials in the state of Missouri. Uh, The Republicans do quite well, don't they? No, the Republicans do very well, um, especially as compared to, say, the Democrat that we pulled on um, within our poll. Um, So, for example, Mike Parson, uh, Governor Mike Parson, in our poll uh, for the third straight poll was the most popular or most approved of political figure um, within the state of Missouri, um, polling with, say, 49 percent approving and then 43 percent disapproving of his performance. Meanwhile, Joe Biden, only 38 percent of voters approve and 60 percent of voters disapprove. And most of that approval is coming from Democrats within the country or sorry, within Missouri. Uh, And in this, uh, that's kind of what we see reflective, not only Missouri, but a little bit more also within the country at large. Stephen Rogers is our guest. He's a professor uh, at St. Louis University, director of the SLU YouGov poll. I want to talk about your methodology. I find it really interesting. Polling has gotten gotten increasingly more difficult to do. Uh, people mm-hmm. have moved away. The landline is a thing of the past. People don't answer their cell phones. Uh, and you have kind of addressed that problem with the way you structure this poll. Explain that. Sure. So the way our poll is an online poll, uh, it's conducted by YouGov. Um, and so YouGov is a very reputable poster. For example, if you watch Face the Nation each week, you will see probably new polling data from YouGov there. Um, the Economist also uses YouGov. And in here, what YouGov does is they recruit um, a rough sample that is representative of Missouri likely voters. And so then people opt into this sample in which they would say, well, we first kind of screen, are you a registered voter? Then we ask them, how likely are you to vote in the upcoming elections? And then we uh, use that in order to kind of screen out to make sure we get a representative sample of Missouri um, in terms of, like, say, the likely voter population. And in this, we also use a method called waiting. And so, as you said, for example, landlines are less in use, cell phones are less in use, and there may be some individuals who are more or less likely to kind of answer different polls. And so then what YouGov does is then they rely on census data and, say, different larger surveys in order to understand kind of okay, what is the state of Missouri's demographics like? So how many men, how many women are there? How many African-Americans, how many Caucasians are there? And then we use statistical procedures in order to weight that in order to make our sample representative of Missouri itself. Yeah, really interesting concept. It works well. Um, I'm always fascinated by your polls because it's not just about the political horse racing. You get into issues as well, and you did in this survey, certainly. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you looked at a couple of recent Supreme Court decisions and how those played out among the electorate in Missouri. 
Exactly. Yeah. So we pulled uh, on two different Supreme Court decisions. Um, we pulled on the Joe Biden student loans plan. And then we also pulled on the, whether or not colleges should allow race-based admissions. And then here, Missourians largely appear to agree with what the court's decisions were. And so, for example, 52 percent of Missouri likely voters agreed with striking down uh, Joe Biden's student loan plan. And then 22 percent of voters um, stated that race should not be um, kind of considered within college admissions. And so this is both consistent with kind of what the Supreme Court ruled. However, kind of interestingly, so we poll on the Supreme Court um, in each poll in terms of their approval, but we actually found that even though Missouri voters agreed with these decisions, their approval of the Supreme Court dropped by about 5% since February. Yeah, that's interesting. And I probably replicated all across the country, uh, I would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a kind of a political science geek, Dr. Rogers. Uh, I almost mm-hmm. almost completed my Ph.D. and then I got sidetracked and ran for office. But one of my professors was one of the, the leading scholars on state legislatures at the time, Alan Rosenthal. He was at the Eagleton Institute of Politics up in uh, Rutgers University, and he'd written one of the yep. early uh, textbooks on legislative life. You've written uh, a, a book now called Accountability in State Legislatures. What have you found? Uh, great. Yeah, so I have a book coming out next month, as you said, um, Accountability in State Legislatures. And the question that that book addresses is, do elections hold state legislators accountable for what they do? And so I think many listeners can kind of like kind of look at what's happened even in the last few years and kind of see how states have become increasingly important in terms of like basically policymaking. And so now, for example, many abortion laws are being determined more in the states. Many gun laws are being determined more in the states. And these state legislators are going to be responsible for a considerable amount of policymaking in the country. And so then here, a question I had is like, okay, we have this system of government, we have a democracy or a republic, in which we have this idea that the legislators will have some incentive to do what voters want. And so then here, kind of like, do voters and do elections actually hold state legislators accountable for what they do? So if they pass an unpopular law, do voters, for example, punish those state legislators? And the argument of the book is largely that there's little evidence that state legislators are held accountable for what they do. And this is not only because, say, of voters, but it's also because of political elites. So, for example, over one-third of state legislators who run for re-election run without either a primary or general election opponent. And so otherwise stated, one-third of state legislators win re-election just by signing up. And then a little bit more on the voter side, like I did a national survey, and it's the first one that I'm actually aware of um, in terms of being a national survey. Only 11% of voters can tell me who their state legislator is. And generally, only about 50 to 60 percent of voters can tell me which party controls their state legislature. And so for me, if it's a little bit tricky or confusing to kind of think about holding state legislators accountable, if you don't know who your state legislator is or you don't know what they do from day to day. And so with state legislatures kind of taking on so many more important issues, whether it be guns, abortion, or as we polled in the SLU YouGov poll, LGBTQ issues, then it raises this question is like, are elections actually doing what they want them, to, what we want them to do to kind of give legislators incentives to represent their constituents? Perfect. He is Stephen Rogers. He's the PhD there at St. Louis U. He's the director of the SLU YouGov poll. If people wanted to find your book, Stephen, where can they go? Uh, so if you just go to stephenmrogers.com slash book, um, there's information about how to pre-order and additionally more informa- like summaries of all the chapters. 
Thanks so much. He joined us on the Quiver River Electric guest line.